It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Internet survey says that 65% of men have given up something to do this, to please their woman. They want to please their woman. Oh, I think I've so. seen ads for that. This is a family show, right? No, no, 65% of men have given up something to please their girlfriend or their wife. So, Money? Like well, buy them nice no, no, things? No, giving up something. Like drinking, maybe video games oh. was mentioned. Hmm. So uh, that'd be hard to give up video games completely, but especially if she's complaining before you are you getting into the relationship. You know, that's why you should show your gaming, um, I guess, habits up front and yeah. let them know how much you play video games. I don't know. I don't know if anyone should ever show how much <laughs> if they're a gamer. Really? I mean, my wife probably wouldn't have married me if she knew. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's not a good thing. It's probably caused a lot of arguments well, over the I years. wouldn't be married then. He had to hook her. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have to get hooker. I didn't no. basically <laughs> definitely give that up. Hook her. I like, mean, he didn't show up front how many I games he played. So. stuff, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. So, what did your husband John have to give up to be in a relationship with you? Good taste? Probably, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, I will say my wife had to give something up for me. Good taste? No. <laughs> she, when I met her, she smoked. Oh, not okay. not like right. a freight train or nothing. It was kind of casual, like on a, if she went out drinking or something. But I was like, I don't want to date someone that smokes. No offense. It's just not, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with that. You mean you drew some healthy boundaries right there. You didn't want to live with that. I guess that's one way to look at it. I just didn't, I didn't want to deal with that. And she was only casually anyway. So she just is like, well, I don't need to do it. So I think it's all around good for her health. And it's just better for everything because I don't want to have to, no offense, Kato. I know you used to smoke. But I just don't like the smell of all that stuff. Okay, I don't like the smell of it either. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice. And I don't every once in a while. So, but that was mentioned. Smoking, drinking, the guy had to give up that. Video gaming, sports. He had to do all of this? No, no, not all of it. But these are things mentioned in the oh. survey. Where 65% of men have given up something. That's love. Um, <laughs> even changing eating habits to be in a relationship. Why do you have mm. to do that? Nah, well, why do you have to do a lot of this stuff? I think, you know. Well, like the smoking affected me. Okay. But eating habits doesn't affect me. Well, it affects her. Yeah, I had to change eating habits because we can't, we don't do dairy now because of John. So, yeah. why don't you do dairy? Well, okay. So, annoyingly enough, I did it to be like, I'm not going to cook two different meals. So, I'll just cook one thing without cheese. Okay. And then last weekend, he was out of town. So, I ate every piece of cheese I could find within like a mile radius. And my skin <laughs> wow. started breaking out, which is so annoying. Okay. But that's, you know, you're doing that for you, though. Well, it started for him. But you, but it's still, now if you wanted to eat cheese, you could, but now you're going, I got to break out, so I don't want to do that. But I'm just saying, my wife is gluten-free. I, I eat bread. I don't see why I should be gluten-free. Some, let's say somebody's, uh, uh, let's say your favorite fruit strawberries, and the person you're going to marry is allergic to strawberries. Yeah. You got to work around that somehow. If they're truly, like, going to die allergic to strawberries, then, yeah, I'm not going to have them in the house. But, but if they just don't want to eat strawberries or it's not their diet, I'm still going to eat them. <laughs> Even if she says, you know, I, I want you not to do this. Why? I don't see why it affects so, Well, her. why quit smoking? Because it affected me. How? I had to smell it. I had to she have She had to smell it. your he, bacon. He had to kiss the wet ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so see it, but you don't see it both ways. Okay, l- let's say. <laughs> I do. I, I, it doesn't affect. If, if she wanted me, if I wanted her to give up strawberries, that'd be stupid. But smoking made sense. 
Really? Because okay. it affected me. What if someone that has like weird eating habits, like they like Chinese food and you don't? Is that like a deal breaker for no, you? No, let them eat Chinese and you don't. Okay. Well, now, I do have a friend. Uh, uh, he's He doesn't like seafood. Okay. But he will go, he and his wife will go to seafood restaurants with us. He mm-hmm. just gets something else. He's okay with it. Yeah. He don't prefer to have seafood, but there's always something else available. That's steak exactly or, what I'm saying. I'm like, each of you do your own thing where you can. Yeah. Well, they mentioned sports too, like hunting or fishing and stuff like that. Uh, softball, like softball leagues out there. The I guys were spending those. way too much time doing those things. I can see those because and they so, do. They take up your time. You're gone, you know. But you're completely like, like giving those up, like Man, that's Can't you do it in moderation? Meanwhile, us women are like, please go hunting. Give me a day to myself. <laughs> so, okay. Well, you can't give up your uh, life. I no. think that a married couple should have two separate lives. He, she's got her friends. He's got his friends. They do girls' night, guys' day. Okay. And night. also bodily functions. Like give them up. Guys have said they've <laughs> given those up. <laughs> so my uh, wife and I, we haven't given them up. We just don't do them in front of each other. Okay, yeah. If we can help it. Sometimes if you're lifting a piece of furniture or something, all the rules go out the window. Of course, yeah. Maybe she should get that checked. <laughs> <laughs> she has. She sent me to the doctor. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Hawk, you did not notice this a few moments ago, but you were talking about some stuff. Mm-hmm. And Tori and I weren't really paying attention. Yeah. We were having our own little thing go on over here. Okay. And she was ducking because she was afraid that I was about to spray saliva on her. Okay. <laughs> now that sounds... It's a normal day. Pretty yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like I was going to spit on her. Well, you know, I remember when I was a kid, me and my brothers, we'd sit on top of each other and we would hold the hands down and we'd pretend oh, to slurp up the spit. S- you remember that one? <laughs> This is yeah. nothing like that at all. Here's my sister. Do that. Yeah, your sister did that. <laughs> Dana. Yeah. So we had been talking earlier in the morning, and she told me that there was, we, we were talking about salivary glands, as people do. <laughs> and so she said something about, uh, f- what did you call it? Gleating? Well, uh, Gleating, right? Yeah. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's where, gleating is where you spray the liquid from your salivary glands. Onto another person. <laughs> yeah, I had friends that did that in high school. No, they didn't. Because yeah. I Googled it, and that's not what gleeting is. Gleeting is something so much grosser, and we're not going to talk about it on the radio. It's, but I, yeah. I did have a buddy of mine here put his tongue, make you know, make it look funny, and then there'd be like a little bit of saliva would come out, like a yeah. little, like a snake spitting something at you. Yeah, Roy, our promotions director here at the station, can he can do, do that? Yeah. And I've been out with him. And all of a sudden, you think it's raining. You oh. And then you catch him doing it. And he just grins. I'm like, really? That's just coronavirus. This was pre-COVID. This was oh. before COVID was invented. <laughs> okay. Or made up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out the actual word is not gleating. Don't even Google that. Don't. It'll ruin your breakfast. Uh-huh. But it's actually called gleeking. G-L-E-E-K-I-N-G. And it is a thing. There is a wiki how on how to do this. And Hawk, <laughs> your weird statement about how he made his tongue. What did you say about his tongue? Look funny. Okay. Yeah. So what you actually do is you put your tongue up to the behind your top teeth. Hold on, let me close my coffee cup. Okay. All right, go for and it. And then you, you, you almost you try to do a 
flicking mm. motion with those salivary glands. You kind of almost like you're pushing your tongue forward, but it's up against your your uh, teeth, so it doesn't really move. Let's go downstairs and see if Roy's here, and let's uh, maybe he can give you us. You don't want th- the tongue to come loose. He you can want it to stay. He can te- <laughs> he te- like this. Look here. Hey, Grace. Hey. Yeah. Mm. Stop it! Tom. I need one of those plastic dividers. The thing is, is you don't because I can't get it Tom's to do not doing anything. It. So that's why we need to get Roy, and he can like teach a class. He be up, you know, be up here in his yoga pants, and he like, all right, open your mouth, put your tongue up. Yeah. On your yeah. What's mouth. so funny is she was literally dodging and jumping, and I'm like, nothing's happening. There's yeah, no reason. You to. might not get it ten times, but the one time you do, I'm telling you right now, it'll come straight into my eyeball. That's just I the way it works. With all my heart that if it went a, a centimeter i would be shocked no it goes really far like if people can gleek <laughs> time out time successfully out. it goes very far that's like tom threatening you with the setup like okay i'm gonna do one sit up here okay watch out watch okay, out i would never threaten <laughs> someone with a sit up i'm just saying it's I'm like, like me threatening to chase you down okay it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen this is just spit though it's not wor- like exercising in any way you're I just spitting no idea how to do this it's not working i saw cheese balls fly to your mouth across the room that's so. totally different <laughs> <Could imagine. laughs> sometimes when tom talks there's a puff of cheese dust it yeah. comes out. <laughs> he's yeah. trying so hard right I now i am and it's not working i'm very frustrated also i'm a little disturbed my whole life i've called it gleeding and Which is so wow gross. that's way I'm off don't yeah, Google you, it. You're gonna get a. a I'm already eating breakfast. You're gonna get a Trojan horse on your computer. That Isn't that would, what it's called? Yeah, I don't think that's the issue. It's what's gonna happen to his brain. Okay, gonna, I got you. I, I just read the direct so uh, the uh, directions. <laughs> and my whole life, I've been calling it that. I, no one ever corrected me on it. That's because so. they didn't know what the other was. If they did, they would have like been like Tori. I think we need to take away her computer from her. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't tell your friends you've got it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, is now I can't get my salivary glands to stop. I'm just filling up over here. I see you drooling. I need to turn them off. (laughs) You never get full. What do you mean filling up? They're filling up with water. (laughs) I'm saying my mouth's filling up with water. Sometimes you have that white stuff on the side of your mouth. Oh, thank you. The crusties. Yeah, what is that? Lori, been talking a lot, and it gets dried up on the sides. Oh, I thought it was like Ready Whip. <laughs> I thought he squirts it in his mouth over there. He's been eating pumpkin pie with Cool Whip. <laughs> Do we have any? No. Oh, okay. I well, anyway, look <sighs> this up when you get home, but be very careful. Look up gleeking, not gleeting. I'm just yeah. so upset that I can't be a part of the gleek club. Why not? Oh, uh, none yeah, of us I'm are. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't do it either. Yeah. I wasn't a member of it in high school either. Aw, You'll see Tom. a little truck driving around and it says Gleek Club on it. It's <laughs> like a water Kato, I think spray. you might have got it. Oh, you did it, Kato. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> the fun part is to have somebody at work do that. Try to get them to do it. Today. Here's how you can do it. That's an old-fashioned farmer's way to do it. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> That's so gross. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, I tell you what, you girls out there can be so brutal sometimes. I mean, worse than the guys when it comes to this. I've always heard that uh, women in the workplace is kind of like how if you go fishing for crabs, once you've caught the second crab, you don't have to put a lid on anymore. Because every time the first crab gets up to the edge of the basket, the other one pulls it back down. You guys have a really positive view of women. (laughs) No, I'm just saying in the workplace, sometimes they're very catty and very competitive. I've had more issues with men in the workplace than I ever have women. 
Okay. All right. Maybe you were the problem. Well, actually, women are far less likely to actually (laughs) behave like an alpha female if they work in an environment where there are, um, you know, I guess... What am I trying to say? We don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't. Uh, if they are climbing their way to the top in a male-dominated uh, workplace, women in senior positions are more likely to avoid supporting or helping other female colleagues. Oh, they'll bring them down. Okay. Yeah. I think so that's Tom, what I just said. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I've heard I'm just this. surprised that you actually knew what I was going to talk about. I've heard a story. But it's like crabs in a bucket. Yes. Like something about pulling each other down? Once you mm-hmm. catch that first Who one. Said that? No, the first one can get out, but once you get the second one, yes. you don't have to worry about the lid anymore. That sounded so familiar. Like yeah. I heard that somewhere. And then you have to go to the pharmacy. Okay. <laughs> get that little car. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not where I thought this was going. There you go. Well, oh, that's man. not the only place, though, Tom, where women are kind of catty. Okay. Have you ever had to dump one of your buddies? Just say, you know what? How'd you get the feeling I don't know you anymore? Are we talking about men or women? But your buddy, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like you know, you're like one of your guys, your buddies gets on your nerves. Like, man, he's just not. I don't like hanging out with him. Yes, anymore. I've ghosted a few. So you've <laughs> ghosted. Yes, yeah, I've never okay. done that for one reason or another. Whether they were bringing me down <laughs> or just taking advantage of me. I should have been asking Cato this all along. Tell you only have two friends. Yeah. So. Not only that, but I mean, I don't think that I've ever done that. But I don't. It might have been done to me. Yeah, I was going to say, have yeah. you been ghosted? <laughs> well, a lot yes. of times, you know, if you're a guy, your buddy, he will just stop calling you. And all yes. of a sudden, he's just kind of disappeared. Okay? But for the girls, it's totally different. When women dump their female friends, it's much worse uh, than when men do it. Okay. I'm actually interested in this because I've watched my wife go through some oh, interesting okay. Okay. things recently. A lot of times, the girls will actually use the silent treatment. Mm-hmm. They'll also complain to friends till the cows come home <laughs> about their friend and, and all the things that she's doing and doing it's wrong. Okay. They will also um, not pick up the phone or cell phone to just try to figure things out and work things out in that environment. Did your uh, wife's friends work everything out? No, they yeah. didn't. Yeah. Um, theirs is a little different, though. They were pretty clever on some of their okay. stuff. I'll ask Tori about it in a second. Well, <laughs> they also will throw, like, parties or get-togethers, and they don't invite that girl over. Okay. So she's, like, out and... Like, well, I saw that on Facebook. You guys got together. Why didn't you invite me? Right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah we Awkward. hear that. Yeah. Women get sneaky. A lot of times they'll even throw a farewell dinner with their other friends just to say, hey, she's not in the group anymore. Wow. Dang. That's catty. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying guys don't do that as much, but the girls, they, they, they do it. Okay. I probably shouldn't drag my wife into this, so I'm just going <laughs> to say this is a friend I knew. Okay. But she had a situation with a, a friend that was starting to get a little strange, okay. and that friend began to try to become best friends with all of her friends oh. to create oh. a problem because then the friend would be like, hey, we're inviting Kelly over with us. And they'd be like, she'd be like, well, if Kelly's going, I don't, I think I'm going, oh, I thought y'all were friends. She said y'all are good friends. And they're like, yeah, we've been a little off lately and I don't think I want to do that. So then the friend finds himself sitting at home because the old, the, the person they were trying to get rid of started weeding, getting her way into the crowd. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. sneaky, right? Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden they actually managed to kind of steal your place. 
Yeah. They steal all your friends, and then your friends have to choose between you and them, and you look like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. When yeah. really you just wanted to kind of cut this one person out of your life a tiny bit. Because they were toxic. It was they a toxic were, person. And, yeah. They were okay. in a situation where it wasn't going well, and they, you didn't want them any harm at all, but you just kind of wanted them out of your life. Right. And so they managed to, I guess... Uh, insert themselves in to where well, you couldn't you see these shows like those housewife shows you know the oh, yeah jersey housewives the california housewives the pickens housewives well i don't think that show's been out yet but <laughs> yeah well hollow versus pickens was on last week <laughs> well, was it really that's a local programming that's for awesome it's on cable but how about have you not had like friends do that have they been catty or um i think when we like high school yeah everyone's really catty but then you hit your 30s and you just get to the point where you just don't care as much so it's easier to kind of cut the cord and be done with it. I mean, I've had to do that before. Oh, so you just went up to him and like, you know what, I just can't be your friend anymore when yeah, you say cut I the mean, cord? I, and I wow. Think it's, well, I <laughs> okay. would, listen, if someone doesn't want to be my friend or doesn't like me, it's going to hurt my feelings. Let's not pretend like I'm made of, you know, bulletproof vests or whatever. But yeah, I think it's, I'd much rather just be told, I don't really like you anymore, and this is uh, why, because uh. then I can change it. <laughs> Ghost me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> though. Yeah. I think it's kind of, you know some of those religions where you can be like, I divorce thee, I divorce thee, <laughs> I divorce thee, and you're you're divorced three times is all you got to do. No. So you can do that with your friends. You're like, I unfriend you, <laughs> I unfriend you, I unfriend you. No, there's that, the Candyman thing. I've seen that movie. Yes. Like, you stare in the mirror, or, you know, the Bell Witch, you can't oh, see you that need three to read times. Up. There's religions where that's true. But wouldn't you rather know why someone doesn't like you? Because then it's you get to go, okay, well, maybe I'm rude or whatever else. Oh, there's no reason not to like me. Exactly, Kato. I mean, not you, Kato. You're perfect. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't want to hear on. their opinion of what's wrong with me. <laughs> that's just your opinion. Yeah, that's hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> Friend. <laughs> Friend. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Okay, I was looking at something on the internet today that I thought was kind of interesting because I feel like so many of us are ready to go back to normal again and get rid of all the COVID stuff. And it seems like... <laughs> I did that a year ago. I did that two years ago. <laughs> it seems like COVID has really slowed back down a lot to Thank where, goodness. I mean, we see the schools getting back to somewhat normal. Uh, businesses are starting to get back to normal. A lot of them are. And so... They ask people about going back to work. That's the one area where people still kind of enjoy the COVID lifestyle is that they don't have to go into the office as much. And a lot of people aren't going back to work when you see restaurants closing early because yeah. they have no yeah. employees. I know. Yeah. You can't it's go sad. to a fast food restaurant after 8 o'clock anymore. Right. And that's yeah. when I went to fast food restaurants <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> Even here. I'm like, there's nobody downstairs. Yeah. It's eerie in this yeah. building. Yeah, it's like scary. Well, they asked the people that have been working from home, and they said... Who are you going to miss the most when you go back to the office and aren't home all day long? My dog. That was the number one answer, Tori. <laughs> well, she don't have kids. That don't count. It was the number one answer to everybody. But that would be mine, too. And I, and I do have kids. <laughs> they asked a 1,000 dog owners who've been working from home when they go back to the office who they'll miss. 41% said they'll miss their dog more than their spouse or children. Well, you need to break from all that every once in a while. 93% <laughs> of them agreed that the dog is good for their mental health. It helps with anxiety. And the great thing about where I've worked in the past is we used to be able to bring our dogs into work. I worked in Tampa. My dog came in with me every day to the studio and just he'd curl up in the corner, probably peed on a few things before he did. But other than that, he was fine. 
and <laughs> it was just a part of the the fixture at our station was people had dogs there. Well, to be honest, we peed on a few things in our old station True. too. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy night. <laughs> but um, I, it felt normal there. It didn't feel odd or out of the ordinary. But well, when, when we peed? No, when I, when I came here, <laughs> it was like all of a sudden it was never even something you would have thought to do because the tone was different here. The atmosphere was different. It's a little stuffy. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could probably get away with bringing our dogs. I mean, I haven't even seen two-thirds of this building because we get in so early. I come up, go straight to our studio, and then I leave. I've thought about it, but... I don't know if it would be as easy with it. Like, when I did this, I was on the air alone. So I just shut the studio door and didn't worry about it. But with the four of us in and out and all, I, I think you'd have to kind of keep up mm-hmm. to make sure the dog didn't get loose. Or yeah. some, someone's going to say something, because here's what's going to happen. You bring in, let's say, your little Pomeranian dog. Okay? Right. Then, you know, Carl down the, the, uh, the hall here sees Tom bringing his Pomeranian. He's like, well, I think I'll bring in my dog, okay? And that dog happens to be you know, 60, 70 pounds. It's, or a, even it's a greyhound that has yeah. to run. Yeah. I feel like you're talking about Tom and me in this yeah, situation. Exactly. We'll say Tori. Tori says <laughs> And then all of a sudden someone sees Tori bringing her you know, dog, and then they're like, it's uh, Betty, you know, in accounting. She's like, well, Tori brought in her dog, and I've got one of those little mini miniature po- ponies. Right. So <laughs> I'm going to bring that in. It's an emotional support pony is what it is. <laughs> and then Joey's going to bring his pet python. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just and they to- were missing my Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? It's going to be a domino effect. So, exactly. yeah, I guess that's true. It didn't yeah. ever work that way in Tampa, but yeah. go figure. Uh, they also did some research on the dog breeds. They've listed the top dog breed of the year, which for the 31st year in a row is a Labrador Retriever again. Yeah, yeah. I think they there. should go ahead and just start doing a list of dogs that are second place. And just don't even, we know the Labrador is number one, but it's funny because it hasn't always been that way. In fact, in the 1960s, from 1960 to 1982, the most popular dog was a very different dog. Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> Snoop Dog. What a Scooby do you? Three and two to the phone. It was a dog that Hawk used to have as a kid, a poodle. Yeah, yeah. The poodles were very popular, and I mm-hmm. think that that feels so dated because poodles seem like a '60s dog. How often do you see a pure-blooded poodle these days? Because they're mixed with everything. Mine's a Labrador Labradoodles. I have seen real poodles at the pet store back in the day. Yeah. A poodle jew. Mine's That's a, a shizu and a poodle. Mine, mine's a she. No, no, no. <laughs> poo jew. No, it's a she poo. That's what mine oh, is. Oh, a she poo. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. Uh-huh. So you have a part poodle right now? Yeah, it's what Otis is. He's a I did not know that. I knew it was a she shizzles. part. I didn't know it was a, a poodle part. Yeah. What about a bulldog and a shizu? Watch out now. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I'm not saying that. I just figured that <laughs> out. trying to trick us. Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> dirty. B9 3.7, hello? Yes, I was calling about y'all's dog situation. Uh-huh. Right. Okay, we had a lab and chihuahua mix. A Labrador and a chihuahua mix? Yeah. You had one? It was my lab, door, my lab door that had the puppies, and my great uncle was drunk, and he held his chihuahua up to the Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> what did they look like? They looked like really short Labradors. <laughs> and we had one, and it was solid black, and we named him Booger. Because, I mean, they look like little boogers, little hairy dogs. <laughs> so, and he was spooky because he would walk up behind you in the nighttime and not even make a sound. And uh, so we always called him booger. I, 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 <laughs> I definitely keep my kids away from your uncle. <laughs> uh, he's passed away. He, uh, he died. 
You don't believe it, in the Saint Barwahaha, but it was probably someone's drunk uncle that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And you know, I think uh, that was the Labra. That was a Labrador and a Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. That would be like a Labrawahaha. Yeah. I think you should mix a Chihuahua with anything you can because you get some cool names. Sounds like a Disney villain, Labrawahaha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're crazy. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven.